You're listening to Aim for the Bushes. And then I wrote down white people from Remember the Titans. What's in your brain, Aaron? Mush? It's raining outside. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Week 11 of the NFL season is fully in the books as we're recording this later in the week than usual. So we've got all the games to cover. First, our Thursday night game, Ravens-Bengals. Ravens 34, Bengals 20. Thoughts? This was a... It's sad. Yeah. Thursday night was a sad night because... That game looked like in its beginning, it looked like that was going to be a great game where they were just going to go back and forth. And then Andrews gets hurt, and then Burrow gets hurt. And it's just it's just devastating as a fan, like knowing both of those teams probably could have uh, pushed a little farther. But Joe Burrow, I mean, that that kills the Bengals. Mm-hmm. It just kills the Bengals. The the Ravens will probably be able to figure out how to work around Andrews a little bit, but um, and it sounds like from the last thing I re- or saw on Bleacher Report that he's not necessarily out for the entire season. Like he could be back if they get in the playoffs. So Andrews, yeah. Oh, that's but good. that that ruined a lot of parlays. I know for us at least, Aaron, when we oh. set him up for Thursday, that was. Andrew's going down sucked because he had he had like two receptions for like thirty yards on the first drive. Yeah, he was a he was two feet from scoring on that mm-hmm. on that first play. Yeah, I had a or second play parlay for that game that was that had him having three catches and he only had two. Yeah, and it, I think it was the only line that missed, and it would have been like a four hundred dollar win. It's so pissed, so Brutal. pissed. But yeah, there wasn't. It sucked because. You're right. That looked like it was going to be fun, and then once Joe went out, it was like we there was no. Mm-hmm. Although their backup's kind of frisky, it's kind of fun to watch. He didn't do much, but looks like it could be fun. Uh so- I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I do think even if Burrow would have stayed healthy, I think the Ravens still win that by a touchdown because the Bengals' defense. Maybe they were just they knew Joe was out, so they kind of like were flat and. Gave yeah. up a little bit, but the Bengals defense did not look very good, and the Ravens' offense was rolling, even with a bum-legged Lamar Jackson. Who knows? Cowboys thirty-three, Panthers ten. Nothing really. We didn't expect or thought would happen. Nothing spectacular. Dallas beats up on bad teams. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much how it goes. So we're good on that one, Aaron. I know. I don't know if you had anything to add for the Cowboys. I didn't really have anything. No, I mean they just they did what everybody, what we what all they said did. they would do. It honestly kind of looked like they coasted. It looked like I don't know. It, that that game felt like it probably could have been fifty to ten. Yeah, and it yeah. Thirty three to ten or whatever. Adam Thielen is still good though. Like I know that they're not winning games, but he's balling. <laughs> He looks good. Yeah. He's about the only thing that's working for the offense. Uh, Browns 13, Steelers 10. Ken, I I know fantasy owners right now are ecstatic if you have any Steelers because Matt Canada did just – their offensive coordinator just got fired today. 
I don't know oh, if that yeah. changes anything because who I don't know who the interim guy is. But there are, and I know Aaron's guy, Kenny, whatever we say what you want about him. There's there's weapons on that team. Like Jalen Warren is legit. I know he's they're splitting carries right now with Najee, but to not get Deontay Johnson the ball, to not get George Pickens the ball like that, like they've got talent on the feet. Like they've got talent on offense. And that defense is still amazing as well. So hopefully they can get it figured out. Cause this was as I think either Aaron or I don't know if Aaron or Gavin said it, this was going to be an ugly game. Like if the Bengals Ravens was going to be ugly, this was going to be uglier. And it was mm-hmm. pretty rough, but this Browns defense too. My goodness. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's packing heat. Did you see that video? You saw that, right? <laughs> dude, I would do the same thing. <laughs> That's the second criminal offense that dude's committed with a helmet in his life. Holy cow. He needs to calm down. Bonk. But, uh, yeah, this this was single-handedly the most boring game ever. But both of those defenses are incredible. And there's a video going around of Chris Boswell trash talking Matt Canada like a week or so ago like one of the last times they won Matt Canada's running around being like hyping up his guys after the win and you can see Chris Boswell going yeah no thanks to you like (laughs) as soon as it like right behind his back or whatever like when the kicker on the team (laughs) it's wild but yeah, Pittsburgh had to make this move because they have an elite defense. If they can tweak something in their offense a little bit for a seven, ten point difference a game for them, I mean, they could compete with almost anybody. So it'll be nice to see. But good for uh, good for DTR. He played good enough to get that win. He was crying, like he's not crying, but like you could see, he kind of teared up after getting that win on Sunday. Good for him. They did just sign Joe Flacco to the practice squad too, so that's he will be playing by the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, Lions! Oh, I'll let Gavin start this one. Lions thirty-one, Bears twenty-six. As the resident who was actually at the game, yeah. Um, Jared Goff looked very bad for the first three quarters of this quarters of this game. Um. But the last four minutes in that stadium was electric. That would have been cool. It was amazing. I mean, it was the coolest football game I've ever been to. Uh, I don't honestly have a lot to say about it. Even though, I mean, I was there, obviously. But the I think the Bears look good. Pretty. I mean, Matt Eberflus bad. is bad. The he's got. I think he's got to be the worst coach. There's some. There's some names up there right now that are floating around bad coaches, but. They twice inside their own 35 were fourth and one and fourth and five. And they kicked two field goals to make it 26 to 14. This is two drives in a row. And then on the after Detroit scored their second to last touchdown, they ran it up the middle twice and then took a 60 yard bomb whenever Jared Goff is starting to get the offense humming. I mean, that's just awful move. There was a Bears fan that was sitting next to me at the game. And after Jared Goff threw like two good passes on that second to last drive, he was like, this game is not over. The Bears are going to lose this game. Like he just knew that Matt Eberflus was just a bonehead. 
yeah, that's that's really all I got. But Justin Fields, Justin Fields looked good, not only running the ball but also passing the ball. I think they said that this is the second guy, the second game that they've had five plus turnovers and lost because they did that with the Saints a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when they turned the Saints over five times and they lost that game too. Yeah, that's insane. You can't do that. Yeah, that can't happen. But for the, on the on the other end, like the Lions, like as bad as Goff played because he's been so good keeping the ball, like protecting the ball to still win that game. Like yeah. it's a, it's a ugly divisional game. Like they're never going to be pretty. That's the thing yeah. is like, you can't, it's not the same kind of game as like if they were playing the Cowboys or something like it's divisional. It doesn't matter the records. Like sometimes you know the opponent that well and you play well against them. And Lions I honestly are- kind of think it's better for the Lions that it was, they were down and they had to come back because it's just another way that they know how to win now. Yeah, they were down by double digits, two possessions, and now they mm-hmm. know we can come back from that even with only four minutes left. Because Jared Goff doesn't turn the ball over that much since he's been with Detroit. He's been very good with the ball. It just happened to be that he threw three picks this game. Yeah, that's not going to happen again this year. So I think the Lions—they're not worried really about much of anything except for the fact that Justin Fields literally—I mean—he destroyed them on the ground. So if they have to meet Philly in the playoffs, that could be bad with Jalen Hurts running. They, like with them unlocking, finally seriously unlocking what Jameer Gibbs can do, that offense, like what they have firepower-wise, is crazy. And it seems like Jameson Williams is coming into his own as well. So having that deep shot, you've got the number one guy, obviously, with Amin Ra, one of the best running attacks in the league. Like probably the best one-two punch in the league. And then Sam Laporta, like it's, and that O line is nasty too. Yeah, Lions are a problem. That, if they if they can get the one or even the two seed, any team, I don't care if it's Philly or San Francisco, going to Detroit, that stadium was already electric in this regular crazy. game. In the playoffs, they have a decibel reader for like third downs and stuff like that. At one point in the fourth quarter, it got up to 119 decibels in there. It was insane. Dang. Oh, uh, Roger Goodell was uh, at the game too. Dang, did you say hi? No, I mean, I don't know. But I just remembered that he was there. All right, Aaron. Packers 23, Chargers 20. Brandon Staley is awful. How they lose to Green Bay without Aaron Jones. Well, I can tell you how they lost. Um, I feel horrible for Justin Herbert. I mean, Keenan Allen dropped enough. Like, I I haven't seen great receivers drop touchdowns like I've seen over the past couple weeks. Keenan Allen dropped the ball that looked like Mike Evans two weeks ago. It was horrible. But then again, on that last drive – they can go down, kick a field goal tie. Quentin Johnson has a, a, a DB beat, and all he's going to do is catch the ball, and he's at least in field goal range if he doesn't get in the end zone, and he drops that too. So um, the Chargers charge, and somehow Green Bay finds a way to win. I didn't even want that to happen, but it did. So, like, when I'm in in the game and the game has started, I want them to win. But, like, outside of that, I'm trying to get a better draft pick. But here we are. And Green Bay is technically eighth in the NFC. You see that text I sent you earlier? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I did a playoff machine and I, I didn't even, I was just picking the games. just like, Oh, the, this team's better. This team's better. And at the end, green Bay was the seven seed. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's what's crazy. Losing by a total of six points to Vegas, Pittsburgh and Denver, like green Bay could easily be, uh, like seven and four right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Easily. And they just, Jordan Love refused to put up points in the first half. So it is what it is. It looks like Jones is going to be out for a couple weeks. So I don't know. But I heard this take. Uh, I think it was on PMT, but I also, I, w- I watched the highlights of most of these games because I didn't get the chance to watch them since I was at the Detroit game. But uh, Justin Herbert has early onset Phillip Rivers. Oh yeah, Agreed. like Agreed. he's literally some of the same exact mannerisms. Like I think there was one of the plays where uh, the center didn't snap the ball, and he was like clapping for it, and they had got a delay of game for it, and he's like stomping on the ground, like pissed off, like Rivers used to do. And I was like, oh man, bad luck for Justin Herbert because I mean he's gonna have the same exact career as Philip Rivers did. Sure seems amazing, like it. amazing stats, good receivers, defense can't do anything, can't win in the playoffs. Yeah. Texans 21, Cardinals 16. Disappointing game, given how it started in the first half. CJ Stroud's a gunslinger. Yeah, it's fun to watch. I think he's going to, I think that might be what he ends up being. I mean, he, I, I think I watched a couple of the interceptions he had. They weren't like deep shots. Like he had, uh, some of them were short passes that just got jumped and stuff, but he's fun to watch regardless. Yeah. Picks, touchdowns, yards. Dude, Tank Dell is a star. He's so fun to watch. And Kyler had some moments. It wasn't all perfect, but Kyler had some nice moments. He does have a very pretty deep ball when he can drop it. That first Rondell Moore touchdown, did you see that in the highlights? It was like yes. a 60-yarder. It was pretty nice. But yeah, Texans are going to find their way maybe, maybe the playoffs. Definitely. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Their schedule is light. Their schedule is light, light. Yeah. They should be, they should probably be fighting for that. I mean, this game against, this game against Jacksonville this week is going to be huge to determine whether or not they're participating for that or not. But if they don't win the division, they should probably be the six, probably be the five or six seed, depending on what happens in the AFC North. They beat Jacksonville the first time, right? Smoked them. I was like 37 yeah. to 17. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Jaguars 34, Titans 14. Jacksonville. Boring. Yeah, I mean. What is how- Jacksonville's running back by committee thing? I, did, I mean, again, I didn't watch this game, but I looked at the box score. And, like, all of their running backs had, like, seven carries in Travis Etienne only got me eight points in fantasy again. Like he's easily your best running back. Just give him the ball. I mean, I don't, I mean, I know they're up a lot, but like, can we just give a, make this guy a bell cow? Doug Peterson is a fantasy owner with any running back on his team is their worst nightmare because he did the same thing in Philly when they had lead backs, he wouldn't give them. It was committee. It was always committee. Didn't matter if you had a guy stud. I don't know if it, it seemed like for a few weeks, it was all going to be ETN. 
Yeah, he had. I mean, like, there was like two straight games he had where like he had like five two weeks in a row where he had over twenty three fantasy yeah. points. It's weird. Yeah, this one was not good for Titans. Maybe Will Levis. I mean, give him a little time. He had a nice little breakout his first game, but these last two have been pretty rough. Yeah, both touchdowns were on trick plays too. So yeah. Yeah, and Tim Kelly, the Titans offensive coordinator, almost ruined our touchdown parlay with that stupid play. But yep. luckily it wasn't all on me. Thanks for taking them on, Tyler. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Dolphins 20, Raiders 13. Looks like the Dolphins didn't cover. Is A-Chain out again? I know he went out, but is he's going he like to be he's, out? Is he going to no, miss time again? He's going to play. Oh, He'll play okay. this week. They said that it was the same knee, so they were like worried, just like cautious with it. Didn't have him. He was literally in for half a quarter. I've no, seen I... both sides of a take on this, that the Dolphin, this proves that the Dolphins are frauds. And then I've also seen people that are saying it improves their not being a fraud watch. What do you guys say on it? I think it makes them even like they're still on fraud watch because they only beat the Raiders by seven. I think they're still on fraud watch, but I think the fact, I, regardless if it's the Raiders, that they can win ugly like this because like, they're going to have to do this later against some good teams, some good defenses, that they were able to win this because they should have put this game away a couple of times. Yeah, Aiden like, O'Connell there was three interceptions. Yeah, there was opportunities to put this thing away and they just missed on them. But I thought, the de- I thought overall, I do still think they're on fraud watch. They got to go beat someone halfway decent but this was i know people wanted to see another like 70 to 20 game or like them put up crazy points but i thought if you're if you're a dolphins fan you're not feeling bad about this one like to see them win ugly is not it's not a bad thing we'll know more about miami at the end of the season their last three games are um dallas baltimore buffalo so that three-game stretch is going to talk a lot about them going to the playoffs. But uh, Jalen Ramsey looked great on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So two picks. Yep. Uh, that one knocked the – you could tell it knocked the wind out of him on that last one. But, but yeah. Do you guys watch, whether it's in-season or like the preseason, hard knocks? Because the card either one. The Cardinals are, or not the Cardinals, the Dolphins are doing the in-season one, and Mike McDaniel's is entertaining as hell. <laughs> I bet. So if you're gonna watch, so if you're gonna watch one, I'd say that'd be the one to watch because he is funny. But Gavin Giants thirty-one, Commanders nineteen. I don't. There's two sides of this. Uh, you could say Tommy DeVito looked really good, which he did. I can't take anything away from me. Looked good. I was watching. They have a section on the Ford Field scoreboard that shows like games out of town. And I looked up there at one point, and Tommy DeVito had 186 yards and two touchdowns. I was like, "What is happening?" And then I looked at the score, and we were up. Uh, so that's the one side of it that Tommy DeVito is playing really good, whatever. But also, the Commanders' defense is very bad. So take that with take that as you will. Um, I think the Giants are still in contention for the number two pick, uh, but just happened to we own the command. We've owned the Commanders recently. Uh, I know I picked. I think I picked the Commanders to 
cover the nine and a half that it was, but I should have thought about it more because the Giants do have been beating them recently. Um, nine points is too much for the Commanders ever, so I don't yeah. know why I did that. I don't know what yeah. I was. And Giants Saquon defense Parker is good. good. Mm-hmm. Saquon looked good. The Giants defense had six turnovers. Uh, their defense has been playing pretty well. They give up they give up yards, but they they play tough sometimes, pretty good. So I'm still I'm confident in this coaching staff and stuff to if they're gonna win some games and do what they want with the not if they don't go top five pick and they win a couple of meaningless games, I still have confidence that they'll do the right thing in the next few years. But obviously, I'd prefer to have a high pick because even if you don't want one of those top quarterbacks, you can trade down. And I've kind of seen some ideas from Giants fans floating around that maybe they will have a chance to get Marvin Harrison and then trade back up into the first round and take Jaden Daniels. Uh, I'd be so fine with that. (laughs) How do you have nine sacks and lose by double digits? Yeah. The commanders had nine sacks on Sunday. Yep. The only reason I know is because I started them in fantasy. And I was like, (laughs) well, that was a horrible thing, but it wasn't because they had nine sacks. So it's just like, Double digit, like that's incredible. People in Washington got they gotta be losing their jobs soon to have all of those offensive weapons and just nothing against a team who you don't even know if they're playing hard. Like they clearly played hard. The Giants clearly weren't like yeah. trying to lose. There's also, there's also been talk about Brian Dayball losing the locker room. That's out the window, especially with this win, because there was videos of Barkley and DeVito like all like really happy on the sidelines and stuff that he's not even close to losing the locker room. They could lose the rest of the games this year, which I still think that they might. Uh, He's not losing the locker room. 49ers, 27 bucks, 14. I did get to listen to this game on the way home. Uh, This game is a special place in my heart. I won three grand on this game. So, a lot of 49ers touchdowns, which is fun. 49ers are very good. I don't think we learned anything new in this game. Like, no, the Bucs can hang around yeah. in games. Like, they can hang around against good teams. But this was a pretty thorough overall domination by the Bucks, especially going on the road and doing it. Or not the Bucks, the Niners. Yeah, this was this was fun. It was 27-7 at one point, right? Because yes. the Bucks scored the last points, yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it didn't prove anything that we didn't know for either team, I think. The Bucks are they're an okay team, and the 49ers are a very good team. Brandon Ayuk still a, like an option number five? Or yeah, where is he I, on, on that depth chart? Yeah, Aaron. I'm just curious. Cause I wrote, I wrote that down. Too. Four. He had five catches. He made the most of them, but he's making the yeah. most of every opportunity he's getting. George Kittle had eight. I think he had 136 yards, right? Yeah, I mean, most of that came on a bomb where the defender fell. Yeah. So, I mean... You are yeah. just... <laughs> you're the worst. And by the way, what I, I still... That offense still, like, it's doing well. They're not using Debo at all. No. Like, he's in there blocking more now than he is doing anything else, which is kind of crazy. But, yeah, San Francisco just feels like they're coasting until it gets to important games. Because mm-hmm. they just feel like they're NFC championship bound, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, I agree. 
Bills 32, Jets 6. Um, they beat the Jets so bad that not only is Russ or is uh Zach Wilson getting benched, but he's already been demoted to third string. So I don't even think he's gonna suit up for this next That's game. hilarious. It's so funny. I don't know if you saw on the sideline, but there was one play where he was falling out of bounds and he was running into Robert Sala and it looked like Robert Sala just body slammed him. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to slow him down, but look like he body slammed him. Yeah. This was it was the best part of that game. Yeah. This was not a fun game. I agree. Uh I wouldn't say the Bills are necessarily back. But they, I just they got one, one step closer to making the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The Bills. I, this is a box. This is box score watching for what I'm about to say. But they ran the ball pretty well, which I know it's this is dumb to say because it's the Jets in there. But they have a good. The Jets defense is still good. The Bills ran the ball well, and their offense moved better than it has in the past few weeks. So I think that might be the key for them. Like like we've been saying, and I know people have been saying for a year or two now, Josh Allen can't do everything. You have to be able to run the ball some. He can't he and he can't be your only runner. You have to run the yeah. ball with running backs. Agreed. And this is this was the first game with the new OC. So yeah. It's promising if you're a yeah, if you're no. a Bills fan. The Bills are probably the biggest winners of what happened with Joe Burrow and what happened in Cleveland with yeah. uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. The Bills are probably the biggest winners there. Yes. There's another sneaky winner that we're going to talk about, not this next game, but the one after that. Aaron's boy. Rams, 17, Seahawks, 16. Gino did get hurt in this one, but it was pretty. It was pretty ugly for a while. Cooper Cup yeah. went out pretty early as well. He was out for most of that game. Yeah. This is someone mentioned, I don't know if this was the footballers or PMT mentioned this, but we just have to pay attention to the the coaching the coaching carousel in the NFC West. It's McVay owns Carroll. Um Carroll owns Shanahan and Shanahan owns McVay. And they all, they all be Arizona. Arizona. And they yeah. all beat Arizona. So, <laughs> yeah, like that's twice now the Rams have beaten the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rams' offense didn't even look that great. They still didn't have their starting running back yet. So, uh, depending on how that offense clicks, they, I think, are in contention for that uh, in for that seven seed. Yeah, it sounds so. like Kenny Walker's going to be out for some time. Yeah. So. See what Seahawks. Boring game though. That was yeah. a boring game. It was. Broncos twenty-one, Vikings twenty. Broncos are the hottest team in the league. Russ has some dumb moments, and he still does. But just like we didn't get to talk, I don't think we talked. What was last Monday night? Last Monday night was the Bills Broncos, right? Yeah. So we didn't talk about this because I think. Aaron, I think I talked to Aaron about it. He had one of the best throws I've seen this season in the back of the end zone to Cortland Sutton in that Bills game. And then he had another insane throw at the end of the game to win it to Cortland Sutton again. Like he, he has these moments where like they, it doesn't matter what they do during the game because their defense is playing a lot better. And you beat uh, Josh Dobbs, which is something because Clearly, he's taking the league by storm. But, yeah, this was – Broncos might find themselves sneaky 
in the playoffs? I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to walk back my take that I had last week, and I, my take was that the Broncos had a low chance of getting into the playoffs. That was obviously before Joe Burrow got hurt. So big difference there. Yeah. I think it's still very realistic that they miss though. But oh yeah. It's absolutely possible that they make it too. Yeah, they've got a they've got a tough schedule coming up. Um the this is now I think three playoff teams in a row that they've beaten. It's Kansas City, it's Buffalo, it's Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Not just last year's playoffs, but teams that would have been or are competing this year for them as well. And so it's not pretty. They're not doing it pretty. But it's almost like Russ now is if he gets that ball with a last drive, he's just going to find a way to get it done. That throw to Sutton you were talking about, we talked about this. That throw to Sutton last week in the corner of the end zone was the most improbable touchdown of all time statistically. And the person who held that record before was Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett. So, like, that dude just makes throws that other people just can't make or something. I don't I don't know. But, um, yeah, him and Sutton have a, have a special connection. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out over the next couple of weeks because while the North continues to beat up on each other, we're seeing what's going on with some of their offenses. The only offense in the North that looks decent is Baltimore's, and they just took a huge hit. All three of those other offenses look like garbage. So could they sneak in there? Could those teams kind of drop off? Because now, um, and I mentioned this last week, with that Buffalo game, if they'd won that Buffalo game, they're one game. They're one game behind. No, they're tied with Cincinnati, and they're ahead of them in in the standings now. So, like, Pittsburgh's a game up on them, maybe. Cleveland would be one or two right there. So it'll be interesting to see, but I'm there for it. I'm here for uh, Russ uh, fixing what he did to his name. But here's the question. The only reason he can't win player of the year, though, or comeback player of the year, I mean, is because of Tua, right? No. I've seen it. I saw a thing earlier that DeMar Hamlin is still the odds-on favorite. That just doesn't make sense. That's going to happen. It's dumb. I agree it's dumb, but it's... I think other than DeMar, it should be a three-way race between Tua, Russell, and uh, Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about... Did you... (laughs) Josh Dobbs at the beginning of... Or right before the season got traded to the Cardinals. But, like, can you imagine... He was still like they were talking about how the Browns felt so dumb for trading oh. him when they did. Like he, they're in the playoffs if he's they're their like quarterback. A, they're I think they're like a, a borderline AFC championship contender. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it with him, bad look. Yeah, tough look. Uh, Sean Payton was definitely right about Nathaniel Hackett. By the way, I mean we're seeing that he's he's making Russell Wilson look a lot better than Nathaniel Hackett had him looking last year. Yeah, it's aged. His take has aged pretty well for him. Like, yeah. it took a little yeah. bit. And that was never the, the – the question was never, I don't think, right. was he right? It was – it just wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah. But, yeah, a thousand percent right. You got to – I mean, Jets fans got to be in misery having Nathaniel Hackett over there just because yeah. of Aaron Rodgers, and now Aaron Rodgers isn't playing for them. 
Mm-hmm. Also, my be a better when Rodgers gets back. Like he's obviously going to play better than Zach Wilson, right? Like, but I can't wait for people to get so frustrated with games that they should win, but this dude Rodgers just gives them away because he doesn't make throws that he should. And third and one, he throws it forty yards. Like it's coming, New York. Just wait for it. The also, Green my Bay- my make yeah. a wish uh, take from earlier this season with Nathaniel Hackett is. Just as good as it always was, with especially because that, that was the Broncos and Jets game. It was easily the best take that's ever been made on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And Monday night game Eagles 21, Chiefs 17. Um, ugly, nasty, weather was bad. Jalen played bad for most of the game. Um, Two uncharacteristic turnovers for the Chiefs in the red zone. Probably could have put this game away, different, made it a little different. Uh, but regardless, Eagles walk out of there with a win. So it was nice. The amount of drops that Patrick Mahomes has to deal with is it's out unreal. Of the MVS, I know Aaron, because I was watching it with another Packers fan, and it, there was no shock. Like it's just, it's what MVS does, and it's the it's the chief's fault for not doing something about the receivers. Like this is going to bite them in the playoff. I could, th- cause that defense is incredible. I mean, like legitimately that defense is top five defense in the league. And Mahomes has never had that, that kind of defense. And then now because he has that defense without the receivers, because I mean, I don't know if we're ready to have this discussion about Kelsey, but like he's not what he once was and you can make it a distraction thing, whatever. I don't think that's the case. I just think he's it is. old. He's getting older and like he had an uncharacteristic drop fumbled in the red zone. Like it was all of it was, it seems like they're going to have to turn the leaf on. So like get actually spend some money at the receiver position for Mahomes Cause this is bad. Yeah, or, was... or a high draft pick on a non-gadget player. Yeah, like agreed. Sky Moore is a gadget player. They traded for Kadarius Tony, gadget player. Like get a real receiver. Rasheed Rice looks good. Justin Ross had a bad drop. Or not Justin Ross. Uh, Watson was. Yeah, Watson. He had a bad drop too. Two of them. Yeah, because yeah, he there was like a that fourth and twenty five. He uh, Mahomes threw a missile and straight to his hand yeah. through his hands. Like yeah. it was bad. But Justin Watson also shouldn't be your leading receiving. No, True. he shouldn't. Absolutely like, not. You can't. That dude can't have five, six receptions. Both these teams have to feel kind of decent coming out of this game. Like the Eagles didn't play well, but a win is a win is a win against a big team like going that. So into Arrowhead. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then if you're Kansas City, like you know you have a good defense. And with all of the problems, Mahomes still almost won that game. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they leave that game going, we just got to figure out if that if our offense improves a little bit, we're the best team in the NFL. So, both teams feel good. A little boring, not as much uh, as I was. I would have liked to seen, but um, yeah, I mean, we could be on a collision course to see a repeat. So, I th- I think Andy Reid needs to take a there needs to be a little bit of heat for Andy Reid in this game because Pacheco was running all over the Eagles and then they just stopped in the second half. I'm not entirely sure why. I, I don't think he was injured, but it was just because they didn't score another point in the second half. Chiefs didn't. Hmm. Yeah, no. I will Which, say three games in a row. 
they have the score to or that he hasn't there was a stat i saw about mahomes not scoring in the second half no you're right i think in his first whatever in his first however many games it was twice it had happened and it's happened three times in a row now yeah because the broncos the last it was the broncos and then they played in germany and it was 21 14 at halftime and no more points were scored after that and then this week too yeah so you're right This was also, by the way, side note for the uh, for the boys here at the podcast. This is the first game all year that all three of our teams won. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought about that today. I was like, "Oh, all three, all three of our teams won," and I was like, "I bet that's the first time it's happened." Sure enough, I went and looked because uh, every time uh, my team won, Gavin's team lost, or they, or like vice versa. And then the one time I saw that we both won, that was he when lost you the Jets. Won. The, yes. <laughs> the I did I did I said this to Chad at half too because I was watching with another Chiefs guy. Uh, the Chiefs were up ten at half, and the Eagles were up ten at the uh, half of the Super Bowl as well. So I said not to uh, get too comfortable. And look at that, it was fun. Yep. Nasty game, one ugly. I'm okay with it. Chiefs third loss this year or fourth? Third, third. Detroit, Denver. Eagles, Philly. yeah. Uh-huh. So, so uh, AFC is up for grabs right now. First, first game in this gauntlet, the Eagles have to face with a W. Good start, but do we have any other Week Eleven add-ons for? We missed on our parlay. What did we miss, Henry and Brown? Brown, Brown? yeah. AJ, AJ had one catch for eight yards. Crazy. Devontae has another game where he's stopped at 99 yards. And as a (laughs) fantasy owner with the bonus, it's so frustrating. But I did want to, in one of my fantasy leagues, I had both, I had Hertz and uh, Devontae, and I was down like 20 in the game. But I ended up winning, and I won by .05. Wow. And as it was going, I realized because I was only up by like point five, like point five total, and I realized the Eagles were going to take three knees, which was going to take away rushing yards, which would take oh. away that point. Yeah, so I was watching, and thankfully, kept the win. But that's oh, all. This is we didn't uh, this in that Eagles game. You guys, it didn't it didn't actually happen, but it almost would have been really cool that uh, Jalen yeah, Carter, Carter almost yeah. intercepted a spike. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was yeah. awesome. I saw him die for it, and I was like, yeah. He said he, when they asked him about it after, he said he saw it on YouTube and thought he'd try it. That would have been awesome. That would have been. All right. Week 11 wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. 